Hi, welcome to Two Towns Over. This show is made possible by our patrons, so if you would like to support us, we're at patreon.com slash two towns over. If you can't afford monetary donations, we are also at facebook.com slash ttopod. If you would share us around and give us five-star ratings on whatever podcast you're into, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. have you guys captive yes i have to tell you about the most glorious movie i have seen in a long (laughs) time is it called rrr no okay no it's (laughs) john what you have to watch rrr with us okay okay (laughs) so (laughs) you reminded me of that and i got Physically, oh, I'm trembling. Okay. Um, remember I told you that we were watching that um, documentary on the Duggars? Sure, sure. That was on Prime Video. Okay, I have Prime Video. When we brought up Prime Video, you know, they have like the featured movies. Uh-huh. There was a featured movie called Sharks of the Corn. No. Yes. How did Will not get contacted for that? That's what I'm saying. Y'all... This movie makes Birdemic look like a fucking masterpiece. No. The sharks, when they attack, is a rubber fucking shark. They swim through the corn. They swim through the corn. There's actually scenes where a drone is taking, and you see sharks swimming through the corn. And the whole thing is that there's this great white shark cult that is summoning the shark goddess. And it's... mm, so the beginning of the movie... You are recording, to be clear. Oh, yes. uh-huh. Okay, thank there, God. There are <laughs> multiple, multiple fucking plot lines going on. My audio Excellent. might be fucked up because I didn't. I got so excited that I didn't see him hit the record button for the first time in a while. <laughs> and so there's multiple plot lines. There's a serial killer that worships the shark goddess. He's Great. killing people. There, God, if you do not put this in our fucking campaign, I swear to God. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> And, and I swear to the shark goddess. But and then there's a CIA agent that sneaks into the shark cult's compound. Oh, oh we got plot lines. Oh, plot there's lines. yeah. And okay, fucking um, he steals. Ruben a- has removed the glasses. <laughs> I just I imagine me removing my glasses and just going, my god. <laughs> he has these two people steal. A shark embryo, which is literally, no lie, if you go up to the fucking um, gift shop right there by the, the Bell's outlet, uh-huh, uh-huh. and you get the shark in a jar. <laughs> You're talking about Alvin's Island. Yes, yep. it's one of those. It's a shark in a jar. <laughs> but here's the great thing. When they show it originally, it is a shark in a jar. Later on in the movie, that becomes a plot point, because they have to, to bury the 13th fetus of the shark goddess in the cornfield for her to come back. But when they pull it out, it's a completely different jar, and it's a fucking plastic great white shark. An obvious plastic great white shark. And then there's a scene where there's, like, these mobsters, (laughs) because that's another plot point. 
The, the, how long? <laughs> it's almost two hours long. It's not even two hours long? You've described a plot that could be four fucking hours done. I, seriously, I got a headache. I was laughing so hard my throat got all dried out. There were times I just could not make a sound. Wow. I was laughing so fucking hard. <laughs> but these mobsters are chasing the CIA agent who has the shark fetus uh-huh. in a helicopter. Uh-huh. And they fly over the cornfield. And one of the sharks jumps out of the cornfield. Of, of course it does. Of course and it does. brings it the to, helicopter down. Yeah, that was the most it obvious lived, thing that fucking, they could have possibly done. It lived free or die hards, the goddamn <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> it was so fucking glorious. Oh, I have not man. seen a movie like that since Birdemic. I wondered what Tarantino would do next, but that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But the guy who made the movie, he wrote and directed the movie. Uh, I looked him up on uh, IMDb. I am tired of these motherfucking cultists. <laughs> he, um, he's also directed and written uh, Catnado. That's my favorite movie ever. Yeah. I was watching Overlord, speaking of tornadoes and, and cats. Uh, it reminded me of Sharknado. Um there is a scene in the anime Overlord where he literally does a spell called Shark Tornado. Does he? I don't remember this. It's exactly what you think it is, and yes, he sure does. And all I'm I could Zal think about, uh huh. All I could think about the whole time that scene was playing was was our, our good friend Sharknado 3's <laughs> Will Wiley. <laughs> and we miss you. Wow. It just comes out of nowhere, too. He's just, like, somewhere, and he's just like, Shark Tornado! And that <laughs> shit goes, like... But, yeah, he directed Catnado. He directed, I got a... Zombarella's House of Horrors. Excellent. Spelled Is with a W. Is that one rated X? I don't know. I better... If better beer, I'm not watching it. But, um... It's probably, like, R. Like but it's hilarious. Strippers. Because the very... The Bullshit. opening scene of the movie... Is like this. It takes place in Kentucky, uh huh. Because of course it does. Yeah. Because uh, obviously Kentucky is the better choice than Kansas for a corn <laughs> movie. But it all has to do with something about the power of Stonehenge. That's in Scotland, bro. In, I know it's in England, but somehow the power of Stonehenge and the Blood Moon, it, it, something it, it all con- converse, converses into Kentucky. But it's just, oh my god! But the guy who wrote uh, wrote and directed the movie is called Tim Ritter. Oh my god! And he has directed such classics as Catnado, Zombarella's um, uh, House of Horrors, Natasha Naughty's Boudoir of Blood. That's actually a great name. And Earth Girls are sleazy. No way! Yes. I feel like I've heard of that one. Yes, actually. you have, bud. That was a big one when we were like in high school, maybe. Isn't like, that Earth Girls Are Easy? No, maybe. Yeah, because this looks like it might be a porno. It probably is. Uh, and then somehow that got me because one of the girls in the movie, I went to see what other, because none of these people are actors, like in the slightest. It literally, nine times out of ten, I could not tell if the director said, this is the scene, just say shit. You didn't have to tell me that. Well, I, I've already had it in my head. But one it was them... it was the one the person he was having sex with currently, um, her actual boyfriend, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and like his three cousins. Um, that's all. That's it. That's the whole cast. But um, but she was in a movie called Debbie Does Demons. 
Good. Nice. Good for Debbie. Which made, because, you know, m- when you go to IMDb, movies like this, there's Debbie Does Dallas the Musical. Uh, I don't know. But so I think we we're have a up, movie marathon to Yeah, do. we're kind of getting up there the into the, the Amityville, does. what was it, the Amityville Dildo? Was that what it was called? Yeah, or uh-huh. Amityville Vibrator? I yeah, can't remember. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah. So welcome, everybody, to Two Towns Over. I am Don, and I am just filled with joy that I have found the greatest movie of all time as of right now. Um, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Uh, we are here today to talk about songs that are not what you thought they were but, about. But but that that's Ruben. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm reading the IMDb summary of Earth Girls Are Sleazy, which is not a porno, somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's okay, the first line, are Earth Girls sleazy? With fucking three question marks. <laughs> Explore the world of no-budget sci-fi in this seven-part anthology. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't believe it it's basically just a a shitty sci-fi parody anthology that's and i'm josh (laughs) aka earth girl uh yeah i'm the (laughs) shitty sci-fi anthology but that was another thing when the the serial killer gets because he's like the main antagonist when he gets pulled over by the cops she looks in his car and he's got body parts Uh and they are obviously mannequin parts yeah like obviously mannequins it's not even where they even tried i mean there's like you can tell the eyes are painted on the heart is made out of plastic you can just tell is this just the midweek what we're doing right now it or might end up story? being but no <laughs> but real quick this is the summary. i would have been satisfied me too that. strange things are happening in druid hills kentucky known mainly for druid its hills druid is hills, that a real place i don't know i but that was another thing when you get i'm to, already on it but when you get to the, <laughs> when they get to druid hills city limits it literally is a sign that looks like a garage sale sign where oh my it, god where it's just like a green sheet of paper that's got druid hills and sticker on it that was the city limits wow but yeah strange things are happening in druid hills kentucky known mainly for its volum volu- Volume, 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 I can't, voluminous, 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 voluminous corn output. Victims of monsters in cornfields begin cropping up and witnesses are saying there are large, great white sharks swimming in the corn stalks. Druid Hills is a home rule class city in Jefferson County, Kentucky. Wow. So it is a real place. Incredible. I bet those people were so excited to finally get some on-screen reputation for their small town. (laughs) So anybody who has Prime Video, I cannot stress enough, you must watch Sharks of the Corn. Um, There is one topless girl scene. Um, It's at the beginning, but literally, if that offends you, you know... It, it's the only thing. It really just depends on the context, but it's it's not her a... and her boyfriend were playing strip and seek <laughs> in the cornfield. <laughs> she was stripping her clothes as she ran through the cornfield, taking off pieces and stripping. Hansel and Gretling him with toplessness. Yes. So that's how my next date night is going to start. I think, and then we're we're gonna we're gonna strip and seek back here, <laughs> and then watch Sharks of the Corn. And then when he there's like a, a scarecrow that date the, is going to be with Ruben for the record. there's a scarecrow in the in yeah, the yeah, cornfield yeah. that has a shark <laughs> mask on and he has a corn cob where his dick should be nice and nice the, nice classic comedy yeah and the guy that's chasing the girl trying to find her he's drunk <laughs> off his ass uh-huh. and he's like I'm just going to sit and rest for a minute and he sits on the scarecrow now I cannot confirm 
But he sat on uh, the scarecrow uh, that had a corn cob for a dick. Uh huh. And I am almost 100% certain I heard a squishing noise. Uh, when country he sat. girls make do. Well, so, anyways, but that's not what we're here to talk about, though I would love to. We're already at like halfway through. We've, we've, we've done it. We've done talked about it, dog. It's it's too late for that shit because you can't get it out of your head, and now we can't either. <laughs> so okay, fuck it. Welcome to the midweek where we're just talking about sharks of the corn. Um, Please, yeah, just yeah, keep going. I can't. So there's a scene uh, like when they find the body of the girl from the beginning of the movie. The chief of police, or the constable... The, t- the title of this episode is Don Can't Stop Talking About this Sharks is our, of the Corn. This is our sneak uh, extra episode for oh, the fucking sneak. patrons. Like, so, he, um, so the constable's talking to the boyfriend, trying to find out what happened. The, and I just want everybody to picture, we're sitting around a table, and Don's speaking, and I am looking directly at a book that says the Darwin Awards, <laughs> Evolution in Action. <laughs> and like I don't know... How your Sunday's going, but mine's been going pretty good since I got here. <laughs> so the deputy, especially considering you got fucking pulled over. Oh, all yeah, the oh way. a cop did a racism. It's fine. It's it's it happens. So the deputy is. I didn't go to jail. I am not lying. At most, ten feet away from the constable and the guy putting up um, uh, police line tape, uh-huh. crime scene tape on the corn stalks, and having a bitch of a time. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? You would think they'd bring poles. Yeah, no, no. no. She's trying to just tie it to corn stalks. Good, good, good. But the constable pulls out his radio and starts talking to somebody on the radio. Uh-huh. And that person's talking back. They cut to the person talking back. Uh-huh. It is the deputy that is standing five feet. No fucking yes, shit. And they are using their fucking radios to talk to each other. ha, <laughs> ha. Later, th- for whatever reason, there's a family that is. They right were up- like, "How are we going to shoot this? We don't have actual functioning walkie-talkies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just we'll stand close enough so that you can hear each other, and then we'll cut around it." <laughs> then um, there's a scene where a father and son are playing frisbee right outside the cornfield. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As and, you do, and um, the mother is like she's sitting under an umbrella and. She's like your your stereotypical Kentucky woman. Uh-huh. Sure. You need to get him out of the sun before he gets sunburned. She's like wearing a muumu. No, she's wearing like a like a flannel shirt kind of looking thing. Okay. It was either a muumu or a flannel shirt. But, He's going to get melanoma. And the father's like, you know, come on, we don't get to play that often, you know. We don't get to do this all the time. And the father throws the frisbee and the kid throws the frisbee and the kid throws the frisbee like a you can say it like a little bitch, like a little bitch. He throws it like sideways. Uh huh. And the father's like, "That's a great throw, son." And the kid, that's like, great parenting. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, the kid, wholesome, was, actual wholesome, actually moment. wholesome. Yeah. And then he accidentally throws it too far into the cornfield. Uh, yeah. Now and he that's says where this was going. From yeah, the he beginning. said, "You know, I'm sorry, I threw it so far." And then it was literally the kid goes in to get the frisbee. You can still see the dad standing there. Shark kills the kid. Uh huh. You see a mannequin head roll out of the field. Uh-huh. An obvious mannequin head roll out of the field. This shark's known for beheading. Yes. The shark, by the way, that mm-hmm. does the attacking, it literally is a rubber shark. Well, yeah. these are demon sharks, so. So, um. Or the spawn of a shark goddess. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying really hard to even decide if I really want to just give the plot away. Yeah, like, but. Full, like, spoilers. Just plot. do it. We're here. We're here. This is We're already so, This is what this has been the whole time. <laughs> so, the serial killer who worships the shark goddess, 
Chichi Chichi Metal. Uh huh. No. Yeah, that's the name of the shark goddess. It's Chichi Metal. I don't know if anyone is gonna like this episode. <laughs> I'm telling you, our Look, patrons will. If you but... don't like this episode, go watch Sharks of the Corn. You will. I promise you. That's we're, we're officially in spoiler territory now. Oh, by yeah. the way, spoilers incoming for yes. Sharks of the Corn. I really wish John Tron hadn't done a minor racism. Oh, I know. Because I wish he was still doing his old style of content, because this would have been peak John Tron. Yeah. So, the serial killer kills, I guess, a prostitute. She's dressed like one. It doesn't actually... Oh, no. Yeah, she is, because she does say um, 60 up front, 60 when we're done. So, she is a prostitute. Ah. But she's talking to her she's sister. She's a cheap prostitute. Yeah, she's talking to her sister on the phone right before you he do comes what you gotta up do, to man. Yeah. Now, he comes up. He's wearing a white wife beater, you know... He's wearing a like one of those uh, gaiters, you know, that people wore during the pandemic, the kind of like mouth covers, but it's not a mask. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. When you said gator, I we live in Florida, so I'm I think, but then yeah. yeah, no, I I know what you. Yeah, yeah. but it had like what, sh- what? It's the kind of like it's a thing that you put around your neck and you can slide it up over your face. Oh, okay, one of those. Yeah. But it had a shark's mouth, so. Nice. And she's talking to him, and all he'll do they is... They got that at CVS. Yeah, he nods his head. It's all he does. He just keeps nodding his head. Oh, like, buddy. Slow. Walmart, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, this prostitute goes with him. Okay. She walks in. She sees his altar, <laughs> shark goddess Chi-Chi Metal. And she's Chi-Chi like, Metal is literally Goku's wife from another dimension who got turned into a metal machine monster. So I was going to say it's Ghost Strokes bassist. <laughs> <laughs> so Revolutionary. <laughs> so she's like, oh my god, this is, and she's being real stupid, and he like takes a, sh- a, a, a shark jaws uh-huh. that he has on the altar and like holds it and goes You're like, saying the man who made a movie called Horrors yeah. is, had a had a shitty prostitute character. <laughs> I, what? And so he kills her. And it's funny because when there's blood splatter, it splatters on the screen and it's obviously animated splatter. Nice. Like 95 Classic. Windows, 95 yeah. artwork. So he kills her. Now, she was talking to her sister on the phone when he uh-huh. came up to her. They we have to be out- laundering money, right? <laughs> That's what that is, right? So we find out that it the sister- must be. The sister of the prostitute is actually the chief of police because, Excellent. of course, oh, yeah. played by the same woman, just without a wig. Well, how do you think she got nice? A yes, nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was going. I was about to ask, how do you think she got away with prostituting in a town of less than nine hundred people? But then I just realized she is literally the same woman, just not <laughs> well, in no, a wig. Because, because the the prostitute was killed, her face was maimed. But so the her, so that's what she wants you to think, Don. <laughs> her sister is the one that pulls over the, the serial killer, realizes he's a serial killer, blah, blah, blah. She takes him to the uh, police office, which is obviously a fucking room in someone's house. Oh, my God. The the wanted posters on the I, I couldn't tell all of them, but the wanted posters in the police station. One of them was Ted Bundy. Nice. Um. And he tells her what his plan is, so she is taking him for to show her where he buried all the bodies of his victims, because he needed 666 bodies, and her, her sister was the last one. Yeah, because Satan and the shark goddess are dating, you yes. see. So then we cut to two people that never fucking speak, 
that are wearing ski masks who break into the shark cult's compound, which is literally looks like a fucking someone's barn. Mm -hmm. Nice. And there are shark cultists walking around wearing that same mask with AR-15s on their backs. Good. Naturally. And um, it was in Kentucky. You can get them at Walmart. Yeah. Um, they steal the, the fetus, which was the real shark fetus that you can get at any beach. Uh, go to your shop. local surf shop gift shop. There you go. And somehow them removing the shark fetus causes the compound to blow up. In the south, I mean, near a beach. They get back to the person that hired them to steal the fetus, and somehow he uses a blow dart gun that he's able to use twice without reloading. Don't know how that works. To knock them out, we still don't know who he is. It's all secretive. Wow. He goes up to a mobster. Josh has he's given shut up. down. He's no, given no, no, up. no. I, I haven't given up. I, I'm... We're we're in prime territory for me to uh, plug some friends of mine <laughs> at the end of this episode. So. And um, All right. he tries to sell the, the 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 fetus to a mobster, but he's Why smart. Why would a mobster? Want? I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. Doesn't matter. Uh, it's black market. Something. Now there's something. Four mobsters, and they are literally three of them are dressed like you would think a mobster: black suit, red tie, uh-huh. fedora. Yeah. Um, Italian mob yes. style, right? Uh, there's like a skinny guy that I couldn't tell if it was a guy or a girl. Just that's just. But there's the head mobster who's wearing the aviator sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then there's like the makes the him thug. scarier. Literally, it's called the thug. And like somebody will say, "We'll get him." <laughs> I'm going to get you by the balls. And this other guy go like the balls. That's all he does. He just repeats like the oh, last part. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's a classic yeah. mob. He's he's paid just to do that. He's in the, mob. the he's the mob hype man. Yeah. Then there's a fourth mobster who's dressed like Beetlejuice for some reason. Well, the you suit, know the red and the white and black the, suit. Yeah, the pinstripe suit. pinstripe white and black suit. Yeah. Who is at Yo, most? I want y'all to understand that that those are not pinstripes. No, it's not. But no, it's it's not. Pin, no, they're like prison stripes. Yeah, but um, couldn't have been older than a ten-year-old girl. <laughs> For whatever reason, so the the CIA agent he's smart. He's like the head. I'm sorry, not the head guy. Okay, this is like one of the henchmen uh-huh. was a ten-year-old girl. Well, Don clearly she's their magic caster. <laughs> yeah. So she's actually a 10 million year old dragon. Yeah. So the CIA agent, he's smart and he's like, look, I've, I've got a map that w- shows you where I've actually left the Josh. She's a 37 year old vampire. Get it? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, get... He's like, I've, I've on the map. I've marked where, you know, I've left this because I want to make sure, you know, that you let me get away. They let him get away. They go into the he left it in a cornfield. So guess what? what yeah. So the two the 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 mobster I couldn't tell was a, a man or a woman, and the ten year old are offed. The other two, the main guy said that in the bag of money that they had left or given the CIA agent, they um he put a tracker in. That's how they were tracking him with nice. the helicopter. Cla- Top notch police work. So all these stories start coming together. There is a guy who is a real estate agent, and also um he owns the newspaper for the local town, whose brother was the one from the beginning who was playing strip and go seek. I want to reiterate that this all takes place in less than two hours. I was just yes. thinking that exact <laughs> thing. I was like, we've been here for 22 minutes listening to this story, which in the, I could explain the entire plot of both avatar movies in 37 seconds. Oh, you understand? Yeah. 
a guy goes to space heaven. He gets his legs back via um, meat mech. Uh, he joins the side of the Pocahontas people and uh-huh. wins yeah. via arrows. That's that's the first one. He becomes a Navi. The second one is uh, they get overwhelmed. He has a family. They run so that th- their kids can live, I guess. And then they live with a tribe of water people. That's it. You yeah. saw the second Avatar movie? It's amazing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not as amazing as this movie. So, <laughs> the clearly, it took me 17 seconds. What are you like? <laughs> so, the brother who is also the real estate agent and also runs the newspaper, uh, he believes that Bigfoot is in the the area. And he oh, uses yes. Bigfoot. Sick. Now he, cryptids are involved. Yeah. Oh my he god. He uses Bigfoot to to like um, sell property. Whatever. People what? That, yeah, that people come to hunt Bigfoot so they uh, buy property. There's a whole ghost housing market. You know what? It's I don't know why least surprising I thing I've heard in this movie. I don't so know why I was confused. He was the one that did the drone because he was looking for land, you know, to buy land, and he's the one that saw the sharks in the cornfield. So he goes and tells the constable and the mayor, and now we become it's a Jaws references uh-huh. because there's actually a line saying, you know, you won't you'll ignore the situation until it comes to bite you in the cornhole. Good instead of ass. Hey, and then there's a couple of other references that to Jaws. It's, so he felt so proud yes. of putting those references mm-hmm. into. I promise. So the mayor and the constable follow him out to the cornfield. They don't believe him, or no, it's just him and the mayor. And all of a sudden, the mayor and this other dude are standing outside of a cornfield, and the man makes a comment that he's expecting a package. Uh huh. To which somebody wearing a hoodie and a mask walks out of the cornfield. They're from Amazing.com with their package. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh. Yes. Uh, He gets the package, which is a bracelet that has sound that repels sharks. So he, the the delivery guy goes back into the cornfield instead Uh of just walking in a different direction. Well, shit, he's fucked now because he doesn't have the bracelet anymore. Exactly. He's killed by the shark. (laughs) I wish I was fucking lying. So... (laughs) I I need a moment. (laughs) I, I... How did we get... How did we get from mobster to Amazon ripoff magic <laughs> cornfield guy who then immediately gets killed because of the... Wow. It's, he only made it through the first time because he was delivering a shark repellent. So... Holy shit. That just... Why was he, he in the cornfield? I don't know. He should have had a truck. You would think. And why is he wearing a mask? Why? 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 I don't know. <laughs> that just gave me an immediate flashback to the worst Batman movie where Batman had the shark repellent spray on his utility belt. I think yeah. you mean the best Batman movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You might be right. <laughs> shark bat repellent. Robin. Yeah. So... <laughs> on. The the CIA agent gets back to his car and his car is broken down, so he's walking down the road. The chief of police who's carrying the cultist slash serial killer in the back um, uh. sees him, picks him up. He tells her, you know, I'm a CIA agent, blah, 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 because she's a cop. <clears throat> so Copstitute. Yeah. Copstitute. 
So they get to the cornfield, <laughs> and the the cop is like, "Why, you know, why blah blah blah? What are you doing?" And he goes to the trunk where he had put his briefcase that he was carrying the shark embryo or uh-huh. fetus. Yeah. And this is where it changes. I've got a jar of sharks. Yeah. I've got a jar of sharks. So <laughs> and guess what's inside it? <laughs> he pulls out the shark fetus and he turns around and the cop pistol whips him, knocks him out. It's just I just that sentence what, that the, you just said. Yeah. Without the context of everything else. Yeah. Is maybe my favorite thing ever. What the shark fetus and the he cop? Pu- he pulls out the shark embryo, the cop, <coughs> and then pistol whips the CIA. Agent. The CIA <laughs> agent, yes. And now all of the cultists have necklaces with shark's teeth. That's to draw the power. Excellent. The cop turns around to the serial killer, reaches under, and she pulls out a shark's tooth necklace. Uh huh. She's a cultist. Uh huh. She wants to be what? Yeah, she wants to be the vessel for Chichi Metal. I, I want to become the bassist for the ghost, ghost strokes. <laughs> yep. So the guy promises her that... That's that's canonically how it happened for the ghost strokes bassist. You know what's really This funny? is actually just the origin story. <laughs> Do you know what's really, really cool and funny? Is that we've just made up Russell from fucking Gorillas Because literally, he's the drummer from the Gorillas And his whole deal is that when they have like a guest rapper, sometimes they will possess Russell as a ghost. <gasps> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I don't God, know if Gor- they still... Gorilla's lore is actually kind it's of... It's actually deep. fucking nuts. <laughs> I don't know if that's still the case, but it was when I was listening. So, um, the 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 cultist serial killer guy, who I can't remember his name now, it was like something Teddy Bill Lucas or something. I don't remember. But um, he says that anyone who is part of the cult will become sharkanoids under... The rule of Chichi Metal, so they become shark people. Ah, uh-huh. they become <laughs> sharks in disguise. <laughs> so <laughs> shark it all roll out. Am I right? And then there's just just out of the fucking blue scene. There's another cop that's like watching. He's like the the dispatcher while the chief of police is gone. Sure. And she calls him, and he's talking to her, and he's eating popcorn. Ah, uh-huh. out of a thing that clearly says popcorn. In case you weren't sure. Yeah. He gets off the phone with her or the radio and he it continues him eating popcorn for like a few seconds. And then all of a sudden he puts something in his mouth and goes, Ugh! and he pulls out a plastic shark, a plastic little tiny toy shark, and actually says the line, The sharks are in the popcorn. And that's it. Doesn't explain why the shark is in the popcorn. Doesn't explain what it fucking nothing. Just that guy died. <laughs> So everything culminates with um, fucking. Um, they're doing the ceremony, and sure. Oh, enough, Don, Don. What? I'll tell you exactly why that shark was in the popcorn. It's because the big sharks are in the cornfield, <gasps> and the baby shark is in the popcorn. Oh my uh, god! You're right. <sighs> okay, but they give birth. That's to- the whole reason. <laughs> So the popcorn are baby shark eggs, probably brilliant. Like, so the <laughs> he's an auteur. <laughs> so the chief of police, she dresses in the shark scarecrow from the beginning. Uh-huh. Good. They do the ceremony. The one with th- the corn cob dick. Yes, but he just, she doesn't have the corn cob dick. Oh well, that's lame. But Cock um, on the cob. and everything happens, and she becomes <laughs> Chichi Metal, and the serial killer becomes 
a fucking shark or sharkanoid. Uh huh. It's he becomes clearly... Killer Shark from DC Universe. No, that would have been fine. Fine. This describe him then. This literally looks like you know the. Uh, it's not quite. Does but he you know basically the, the body look like suit? Shark Boy? No. No. He just kind of. It's like he's wearing a mask, an obvious mask. And he's got like big, you know, hands. He looks like Left Shark. I don't know what Left Shark is. Uh, like a uh, Spirit Halloween shark costume. Kind of, yeah. Oh man! But it doesn't even actually look like a shark. I, I can't explain it. I got, she, I got, what is, she what, is wearing a crown. Corn sharks? What the fuck is this called? Again? Shark sharks of the corn. So she's got a crown and she's all made up and everything. The CIA agent and the real estate newspaper boy oh my god is it that second one that is the um yeah that's the the uh scarecrow okay but um fucking i i just realized i could have been looking up pictures of this the whole time so they um they start fighting the the serial killer guy and out of nowhere because of course bigfoot shows up Uh, yeah with a massive boulder that he crushes the head that's them. That's it. It's literally. <laughs> it's literally a fucking mermaid from Sea of Thieves with <laughs> with like. And that's it. That's it. That's what it is. <laughs> and I forgot there's this, when the, the the chief of police is taking the killer out to the, the cornfield. The guy that he was eating the popcorn gives her a backpack that some, quote, peaceful rioters had. That was filled with guns and had a hand grenade for whatever reason. So the CIA agent, he ends up with the backpack, takes a hand grenade, puts it in her crown. And she can obviously reach the top of her head, but she can't somehow find the hand grenade. Uh And her head explodes. Uh, I did have this photo come up as I was. (laughs) That's a Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) And I really That's definitely like a Gen 9 Pokemon. That's like a corncob shark. And it was literally um fucking literally I the ending of it, Cindy and I looked at each other and we're like, that that that's that's it? Because it was literally like the two guys were like, I can't believe it. Could you see Bigfoot? <laughs> Roll credits. I'm wow. Like, I have another movie that we need to watch what i was looking up images for sharks of the corn and Mm -hmm. listener do that for yourself did you did you also see the picture of noah's shark yes i did josh (laughs) i sure did it says noah's shark yes and it says get Get to to higher higher ground ground. (laughs) and there are like an elephant and a sheep and a giraffe in the water Getting attacked by a fucking megalodon, it looks like. <laughs> so that's it. This wasn't what we were going to talk about. I had something planned, but... Uh, be- because we did, though, I'm going to plug my friends at uh, darkwatermegs.com. <laughs> <laughs> sell megalodon and shark's teeth that uh, they dive for and get themselves. So yeah. it's a no middleman type Sh- of thing. Shark side of the moon. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that a real thing? It's on Tubi. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a direct from the people who dove to find the megalodon teeth. Uh, megalodon teeth, if you don't know, 
incredibly expensive when they're in good condition but they do have some really cool like little gift stuff like i'm holding uh i got as a uh present uh bottle opener that has half of a gigantic fucking megalodon tooth attached to it and it's awesome and they're awesome and i love them people also ask is sharks of the corn based on a true story i'm sorry that's because at the beginning of the movie it does say based on a true story what's the story i don't know i don't know (laughs) i honestly don't know also his name is stephen kang yeah which is way too close to stephen king that's the thing that's the thing and that's why yeah bud that's the point i know when cindy and i saw the commercial (laughs) the preview for it last night i love horror movies that are bad Uh uh-huh like birdemic like this but if they are knowingly bad if it's like a wink and a nod like look how stupid this is i don't like it it's yeah it loses That's why the, i've never even charm. though i love sharknado 3 as well wiley i've uh, never seen any of the sharknado movies yeah because i know that they're 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 wink wink nudge yeah, nudge look I, how bad this right, is right i don't like that i love movies like feeders sharknado 3 or um sharks of the corn birdemic those kind of movies that are trying to be serious uh-huh and just fail miserably Love them, can't get I think the first Sharknado was trying to take itself seriously. Mm. It wasn't until, like, that movie blew up and became the bad horror movie that they were like, oh, we can do more with this. And they kept pumping them out because they kept making money and they're so low budget. So one night, maybe uh, two Sundays from now, Uh because I know that... That following month, well, no, because we would probably have to work, so never mind. I work the 18th. Do you work the 19th? Yes. Okay, then yeah, that wouldn't work. If it's a Monday, I'm working. Yeah. Not to say, because I know I'm off on uh, June 19th because of Juneteenth. Um, maybe we could do a watch party. Is that a time and a half holiday now? It is. It is Florida Blue. I don't know. I think it's like a national holiday now. Okay. But anyways, guys, so we got a lot to do. So we're going to wrap this up. Uh, thank you guys for, for bearing with us. Chuttle boys, I am sorry if we're stepping on your toes. I know this is your forte, not ours. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think this is uh, I don't think this is the type of movies that they're talking about on Shuttle the Pod. They watched Pussy Cake. So. Well, then Chuttle boys, you're welcome for the idea. Yes. Go do a deeper dive than I can because I'm just literally going off memory on this right now. Which, once again, uh, Don appeared on an episode of Chuddle the Pod. I was on Chuddle the Pod. Uh, You would have heard this last week. Uh, It dropped on the 7th of June, where we discussed uh, my favorite horror movie of all time, Creepshow. Um, And uh, I had a fucking phenomenal time with them. Seriously, Uh, the the Chuddle boys are so much fucking fun. I love them. If you are a horror movie fan... Whether good, like actual good horror movies, or just the cheesy horror movies, definitely go check them out. They do deep dives. They discuss the movies better than me just rattling off a bunch of scenes that I can remember off the top of my head. Ruben and I also appeared on one of their episodes, although I think because they changed their format, yeah, Ruben I, and I are Patreon exclusive yeah, you're only for the Patreon Shuttle Boys now. now. Yeah. I'm on the main feed. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to wrap this up, guys. Thank you so much for listening to us. Don is Android. We are Apple. There you go. (laughs) Uh, I have been Don. I've been, I think, um, 
shitty parody sci-fi anthology. <laughs> I've been Earth Girl because I'm sleazy. There you go. And we will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.